Episode 42. We are back. Uh, we got the uh, NFL first. We got to talk about the divisional weekend. Great weekend of football. Great weekend of football. Uh, teams were eliminated. Yeah. We go from eight to four. Yeah. The Elite Eight, the Final Four. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at. Uh, we had some coaching hires. Uh, two more coaches have been hired. Two more spots have been filled. So we got to go through that, talk about that, yeah. see how you know our opinions yeah, are. Our opinion. Um, the NBA is after this. Uh, we got the uh, James Harden debut yeah. as a net. Looked good. Looked good. Yeah. I think he was faking it. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his weight. His weight magically was long. <laughs> yeah, take off eight shirts and then <laughs> yeah. he had a pillow stuffed in there. He probably did. Um, and then you had uh, – we, we were going to do a standings review. Kind of like a, we were going to make this a weekly thing. Just kind of yeah. a weekly standing, see how everybody's moving. Maybe two, every two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, NHL follows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to talk about the standings there. Some stuff. I know Brent's yeah. happy with the Penguins. Penguins Fine. got the first victory. Shootout. Took us a little while, but we got there. <laughs> four to three shootout. Yep. <sighs> took, four, took four guys. Stopped Ovechkin at the end. Boom. That Who actually scored the goal? Gensel. Wow. Yeah. Young guy. We went deep. I know. <laughs> uh, and AEW, we'll talk about AEW. They have announced the AEW Awards. It's the first time they've ever done this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to review, see what, see who the nominees are and uh, talk about those, see who we think is going to win it. Yeah. Uh, our votes, because you get to vote Yeah. online. On TNT. Drama.com. Yep. So we voted. We talk about our votes. See who's right. Yeah. See who's right. So that's where we're at. We're going to just jump right into this. Uh the first game up was in the division game, so it was on Saturday. It was the L.A. Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game was a uh, kind of a blowout, honestly. Uh, Green Bay won 32-18. It was a decisive win. It was. It was a decisive win. Uh, we'll go with the Rams first. Golf was 21-27, 174, touchdown, no pick. He Considering act- the hand yeah, injury. He did not do bad, actually. Uh, I, I was very impressed with the thumb injury. He did well. Um he didn't take unnecessary things. He did get sacked four times in this game. Green Bay did a great job of getting pressure. Yes, it did. Both of the Smith brothers were killing it. Um, and then we also have Cam Akers, who had 18 rushes, 90 yards, and a touchdown. He really improved th- throughout this playoffs run. Yes. And so if I'm the Rams, I'm definitely keeping Akers as far as your lead back. Yeah, right he, he, yeah he, was a ro- so he was a rookie this year. So yeah. I think going forward, he's going to be the heavy back. He's going to mm-hmm. be the guy you pull the weight on. Uh, and try to make him a 20-carry back every game. Yeah, because yeah. he, he did really well. Huh? He did very well. Yeah, uh, and then Josh Reynolds was the number one receiver. Good number three. Yeah, three receptions, 65 yards. Yep, Robert, Robert Woods, eight for eight catches, 48 yards. Uh, Van Jefferson had six catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he really improved throughout the year as well. He's yeah. a rookie as well. Uh, so this was a game that they didn't have Cooper Cup. Uh, yeah. We talked about uh, Friday, you know, will they have him kind of, mm-hmm. uh, what, what is his health? And he's out. Uh, he did not play that knee injury. It was very questionable going into the game. Yeah. Uh, but ha- having Josh Reynolds there as that number three receiver, having him step up as that number two really helped. Uh, and then Higby was ineffective un- in this yeah, game uh, as their number one tight end. Yeah. Uh, Sean Robinson had a forced fumble for the Rams. Uh, no interceptions, yep. and then no sacks. No sacks. Yep. The Packers' offensive line, even without yeah, uh, yeah David Batiari, it just nothing. I know that was amazing. They were they were shutting down the Rams' defensive line, which was very impressive because they were they've been murdering teams. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt Gay was perfect. One for one for field goal. One for one an extra point. So yeah, you know all things considered. Yeah, all things considered, the Rams did well. Um, they just 
kind of fell apart injury wise. Donald was banged up. Yeah, what, Go, so Aaron Donald was on a snap count, which we did not know he was going to be. Yeah. Uh, he was on a snap count, so that hurts. It limits your defense of you know the pressure you can get inside. Yeah. Uh, you know, no Cooper Cup limits your passing game. So, and then with golf's injury, he, that limits your passing even more. Yeah. So everything considered, they did fine. They got to the second round of the playoffs with this much, this much banged up in these many bang up injuries. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of drives where it's just like, man, they could and they could have done something. They just yeah. couldn't capitalize. Um, yeah. So the, for, for the Rams, uh, they and there was one drive they had the Packers stopped, but Aaron Donald had a 15 yard penalty that gave yeah. that gave Rodgers a touchdown. Yep. So truthfully, this game wasn't as lopsided as it seems, but it was a decisive win for the Packers. It was. Um, now for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers with 23 of 36, 296 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Good game from Rodgers. This does yes. what he does. Um, he also had a rushing touchdown. He had four rushes, negative three yards, but a touchdown. So good job, Rodgers. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> rushing stats of ever. Yes. Of all time. Um, and then Aaron Jones had 14 rushes, 99 yards, and touchdown. Solid game. Yes, solid game from him. Jamal Williams had 12 rushes, 65 yards. Another solid AJ game. AJ Dillon, six rushes, 27 yards. Did get hurt. Yes. In this game, I don't know the severity of it, but um, it didn't look good. So uh, we'll see about next game because he's there punishing back yes. as far as put him in there and just punish. And so um, that's going to hurt them next week uh, against who they're going to be versing. Um, but Alan Lazard had four receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, nine receptions, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Tanyan had four for 60. Valdez Scantlin, four for 33. Uh, and then Equidemius St. Brown yeah. one for twenty seven. Aaron Jones one for fourteen. Yeah. I mean when your when your lowest pass was fourteen yards, that's pretty impressive. That I mean, f- from one guy it was fourteen yards and it's still very good. It is. Um looking at this this receiving core, everyone was wondering how uh Troy Hill would go against Marquez Valdez Scantley, held him pretty much in check. Mm-hmm. How would Allen Robin or uh, well how would Devontae Adams face off against Jalen Ramsey? Adams still had a good game. Yeah, he did. Um and then but Lazard stepped up when he needed him too. Yes. Uh, had the big play action pass. Yes. Got him one touchdown. He did drop one that should have been a, probably a touchdown. Yeah, it could have been another touchdown, but he dropped it. <laughs> yeah, but he got the he got the one that mattered. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, fumbles. Uh, AJ Dillon had a fumble, did not lose it. Uh, no picks. Rashawn Gary had one and a half sacks. Yes. On the day. And uh, then, so Darius Smith had a sack, yeah, and then Kenny, Kenny Clark. Clark had a sack and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, they got a lot of pressure all day they against did. this team. Yep, and then Matt uh, Mason Crosby was perfect on the day. Two for two on field goals and two for two on extra points. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. He always makes every field goal in the playoffs. So, so with, with this win, the Rams head to the offseason, uh, and the Packers are moving on. The Packers, being the number one seed in the NFC, will host a, the a, NFC Championship game in Lambeau. Yes. This is yeah. interesting because, you know, this is – I didn't know this. You know this is Rodgers' first yeah. time. I heard about that, yeah. Hosting the NFC Championship game. That's yeah. interesting because that, that means great. he's gone on the road every other time. And you know Rodgers for the past couple of years, the uh, I, I go back to the one that he just had against the 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 Forty Niners, mm-hmm. and they had they couldn't stop the run. Yeah, you go back the the time before that was against the uh, Falcons, mm-hmm. could not stop the pass. They had no, no secondary. No. So the kind of question now you kind of lean into is, so what's the defensive problem this time? Yeah, because they addressed the passing game. They got great corners now. Right, but so now they got beat by the run game. Yeah, but now they can stop the run game. Yeah. So uh, what's gonna happen now? What what's gonna give? What's gonna what's gonna be that Achilles heel for this Packers team? Yeah. And I think what it's gonna show if if they do lose the game because mm-hmm. it's always they, it's always like oh crap yeah. I think it's gonna be the lack the lack of receivers that they yep. had addressed. I think that's gonna be the the the, the next big thing. Yeah. 
that uh, that you'll see. Yep, I think that as well. And then also with the David back backyardy injury, I think that's going to be terrible last name. I know. Why has it got to be so complicated? Um, Smith. <laughs> I know. Please. Um, but um, with that injury, I think the team that they're going to be versing can really capitalize on that. Yeah, we'll and, talk about that in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So we know. But we, at this point, we know that Packers are hosting yes. the NFC Championship game in Lambeau. So, yep. whew, what a good. game. Yep. What a game it's going to be. Yep. Now uh, we got the Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Yep. So, me and Brent had the Packers win that game. We had them decisively yep. winning, and it was a decisive win. Uh, in this game, it was the Ravens versus the Bills. Yeah. We both picked the Bills. We both picked Buffalo. We said Josh Allen would look good. Yep. And... Nobody looked good. <laughs> yeah, nobody looked good in this game except uh, Teron Johnson, who got the pick six yes. in this game. Uh, he looked really well. Final score was third, three, three to seventeen, um, and it was just a terrible game for this Baltimore team. Yeah. Let's talk about the Bills real quick. Yeah. Let's talk about Josh Allen. Twenty three of thirty seven, two hundred six yards and a touchdown. Yeah. For tw- going twenty three of thirty seven, only having two hundred six yards. W- w- why was that? I think it's just a win. Uh, they the win. The weather was such a factor. Yeah, they couldn't throw the ball deep as far as – and when they did, it would be like, mm, you're only just like, – the yeah. wind would take it off. So so that so keep that in mind because yeah. the stats are very much affected by this. Yes, it is. Um, Devin Singletary, 7 for 25. Why do they not have a rushing game with him? I don't know. They For some reason, at the, the whole pretty much first quarter, they didn't run the ball. I don't all. think they ran it once in that first half. No, I don't I – didn't, I barely saw him run it at all. So – I don't know why. Um, I guess that was their game plan going in. But with the wind, I think they should have ran it more. To, mm-hmm. If they wanted to blow this team out, which they still kind of did. 14-point win. Yeah, 14-point win. But um, if they really wanted to blow them out, if they ran the, got the run game going consistently, play action off of it, and kind of you couldn't really hit the deep balls, honestly, but you could do something with it. <laughs> yeah, passes that. above 15 yards were no-goes. Yeah, it was, it was windy. Uh, Stefan Diggs, eight catches, 106 yards on touchdown. He had a fantastic game. Yes, Diggs being Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Brown, eight, eight catches, 62 yards. Uh, and then this one was the shocking one. Two targets, no catches, Cole Beasley. Yep. Why was Cole Beasley, especially with the win, not a factor in this yeah, game? He, I know he had a banged-up knee coming into the last game, and he was hurting really bad. And then I guess this game, it just kind of was like, well, we got the lead, kind of rest them until we need them, I guess, and then didn't play them too much. Um, but – Colby is, I think, he'll be fine for next game. I think he'll do a lot better next game than this one. Okay. Josh Allen had a fumble, didn't lose it. Yeah. Mario Addison, Josh Norman both had forced fumbles. And like you said earlier, Tyron Johnson, uh, one interception, 101 <laughs> yard pick six. Yep. Longest pick six in postseason history. He tied the record that only one other guy has. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's awesome. That is. I mean, awesome. having playoff records is awesome to have. It is. And then Levi Wallace had a sack. Uh, Jerry Hughes had two sacks on the day. Um, and then Mario Addison had a sack as well. Yep. Uh, and then when you go to Tyler Bass, two for two on extra points, one for three on field goals. We talked about the wind. Yep. The wind was such a factor. I think they said 20-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. It was it was bad. It was. It was enough to where the football was was greatly affected. And it um, wasn't like it was just straight line. It was swirling. I yes. Mean, it was, it's, it's very difficult to kick in that yes. or throw. <laughs> or, Do anything, really. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, – Baltimore Ravens only scored three points of the day. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, 14 for 28, 162 yards and a pick. You know, he had the touchdown pass to the other team. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler Huntley had to come in. six for thir- He was 6 for 13 for 60 yards. Did not play bad. No. He came in on the Lamar Jackson injury. Yep. Um, you can talk about this. It was a concussion. Yep. Yeah, right at the end of the third quarter. Yep. Started the fourth. Yep. Um, 
Putna came in and didn't do what bad, I thought. Um, no. He looked identical to Lamar. So, yeah. I mean, Patrick played exactly was, the same. Yeah, they threw to tight ends, they threw to running backs, they couldn't throw it outside. I mean, it was kind of. And he actually threw it better outside than <laughs> Lamar would. Yes. Uh, uh, looking at this team, though, Lamar Jackson did try to pass it 14, 14 completions for 162 yards, but yep. those weren't. Th- those were. Dink and dunk passes that the guys took for I mean took for yards. Yes. They were not deep balls, no. um, so don't let those numbers no. fool you. And Huntley could have had a big touchdown pass outside of the wind. The wind caught it. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, he's a horrible quarterback." Now it's the wind. <laughs> you could tell he threw it on the money, and then all of a sudden the wind took over, and the ball is like fifteen yeah. yards to the right. <laughs> when when the wind's blowing to the right and the ball keeps going to the right, yeah, for both teams, yeah. Yeah, you see Josh Allen's throw earlier in the game, did the same exact thing. Twice. Yep, twice, and then suddenly you do see him do it, same thing. Yeah. That's what happens. I do question, though, Josh Allen trying to keep taking deep shots. He, yeah. he took way too many deep shots with the wind blowing like he that, did. and that could have easily been a pick. Yeah, it could have. Um, rushing yards, Gus Edwards, 10 carries, 42 yards. J.K. Dobbins, 10, yard, 10 carries, 42 yards. Identical games for them, too. Yeah. Lamar, 9 carries, 34 yards. Yeah, he was shut down pretty much in this game. Um, they give the Buffalo Bills a lot of credit. They had like Tremaine Edmonds and Spy all the time. They were able to rush the quarterback. The first two drives, they got punched in the mouth. Yeah, but after did. that, they, they locked down. Yep, they did. And I was really impressed by the Buffalo defense, especially up front. They just destroyed. Cause we knew the back end would be just fine against this race because yes. they couldn't. They can't pass. It was no. the, the front seven can hold Lamar, hold that running game to a yeah. semblance of. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing I had a problem with is looking at this this Ravens team and looking at this Buffalo defense. The only thing I have a problem with the defense is they did let some they left gaps. Yeah, they did. Which it's like okay, especially early. Yes, and that's where a lot of this yards came from from yeah. Dobbins from Edwards yeah, and in the first drive it was just boom boom boom. Yeah, they, nine, they were eight, ten. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then, and even later in the game with the passing when the, when he was digging, doing the dig and dunk passes, you had guys like J.K. Dobbins had having you know a, a, catching all the all, you know two yards down the field yeah. and having a twenty yard gain. Yeah, it's those are the plays that kill you. It is. Uh, speaking of the passing game, Marquise Brown, four catches, 87 yards, was the number one receiver. J.K. Dobbins, three catches, 51 yards. Andrews, four for 28, kept him in check. On 11 targets. <laughs> On 11 targets. That's crazy. Ah, that's insane. Willie Sneed was the guy, though, five yeah. catches, 25 yards. And five, on five targets. Yeah. He, was, he was catching a, a consistent five yeah. yards. Um, and then nothing from everybody yeah. else. Des Bryant had a target but did not catch anything. It's terrible. I know. So, so it was a it was a bad throw too. Yeah. Uh, but they also had uh, Patrick Nikari had two fumbles. Um, the center. Yep, the center. Gus Edwards had a fumble. Huntley had a fumble. Lamar had a fumble, but did not lose any of them. I want and Matt Judon did have a forced fumble. I want to talk about two plays in yeah. particular, and you're going to agree with me exactly because you know exactly what plays I'm about to talk yeah. about. Lamar. So uh, Patrick Nikari had a, had a snap uh, yep. over Lamar's head. Yep. Uh, Lamar got the ball back, got outside the pocket, threw it away. Yep. Josh Allen has a has a pass has has a snap. He's he's moving around. He slips, does almost a split, hmm. gets back up, rolls to the outside, completes a pass for a first down. Yeah. How are some commentators go look at Lamar and go incomplete pass? That was an MVP play. You know exactly what I'm talking yep. about. That's an MVP play because he threw the ball away. Yeah. But Josh Allen slips, falls. Almost gives up a 10-yard sack, gets up, rolls out, and completes the pass. Yep. And gets yards. And gets yards, but that's just, okay, good for you. Yeah. 
How is one an MVP MVP play and one's not? Just it's so biased. Very biased. I hate I hate biased commentary. Yep. Listen, am I saying I'm perfect? No. I'll right. tell you about tell you I'm being biased. Oh yeah. I love the guys who say I'm not being biased and are clearly biased. Yeah. And you could say, well, Lamar was gonna uh, that was me a turnover. Josh Allen's wasn't. Yeah. You lose 15 yards. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But for you to lose fit, not lose 15 and yep. get a completion out of it, yep. to me that's more of an MVP MVP play. That is. So I just wanted your. Yeah. I, I just want. I had to say it. Right. I just. I. I can't stand that. If yeah. you're gonna be biased, at least say I'm gonna be yeah. biased. Lamar, Mahomes, Watson, Watson. Um, who else gets that? Treatment? Cam. Cam gets that treatment. Um, let's see. There's a couple other guys. Yeah, probably Rogers sometimes. Rogers gets it sometimes. Brady, Brady gets it sometimes. Someone. Breeze never really gets it. Breeze never really got it. No. I mean, but there are some quarterbacks that just get. It's just so much hype. Like RG three when he came out, like yes. it was just every play he did. It was like, look at this ESPN top ten. Oh my lord, this is amazing. But Nobody got, has ever done this. But then you got, got did it two times better than what he did. Yes, <laughs> and you got guys like like uh like uh what's his name uh Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Who's who's throwing no look passes, getting face masked. face masked, and you don't get nothing on that. Yeah, no, no respect. And you get laughed at because of it and stuff like. It's like, that. dude, that's a great play. I know it's like it's yeah. a great play. This is Fitz magic. It's in Fitz magic. It is. So, I just I hate it. Listen, it, it, that's that's one thing that me and Brent will definitely say that we will tell you if we're being biased. Oh, yeah. We have our Cowboys opinions. We are being. I, we're, I'll say we're being. You can say we're being biased, yeah. and we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's because that's we're critical of them. But yes, we're, we're very critical. Yeah, we're very critical. <laughs> very critical. Yeah. But very, we, but we do praise them. Yeah, we do. When when praises when praises needed, praises given. Yeah, it is. When when you need when you need to go, you suck. <laughs> we will let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. It's. We we try to be we try to be as down the middle as we can. Yep. But do we have bias sometimes? Yes. Are there players we like more than others? Yes. yes. That's human nature. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yep. It is. But I hate I hate the commentators that just go, I'm not biased and, and then does that. obvious bi- yeah, bias. It's so oh, just so annoying. Yeah. Take Chris Collinsworth off of freaking football. I know. He's so annoying. And his son. Take I them know. both. <laughs> Please, yeah. Because his son is him. <laughs> he is. He looks just like him. He talks just like him. He sounds like him. He does. Take them both. Yes. Oh, put Romo at prime time, please. Yes, just Romo every game. Every game should be Tony <laughs> Romo. Uh, but Judon had a sack. Uh, McPhee had a sack as well. Not um, Pat. Yeah, not Pat. Pat um, for no. <laughs> yeah, for no. <laughs> Another P. Um, but Justin Tucker, this was the big uh, thing that everybody was freaking out about. This is why we made a point of the wind. <laughs> yep, he was one for three on field goals. 34 was a long field goal. And so I think he missed a forty-five and a forty-seven. Yeah, they were long field goals. It wasn't they weren't they no. weren't no they weren't they weren't twenty-yard field goals. Yeah. They were they were these were long field goals. Although Tucker should make them with the wind conditions, yes. they were barely misses. I, both were doinks. Mm-hmm. They were. So it's not like he's missing it by, you know, no. he's not pulling wide he's not wide like left. Dan Bailey, where he was over there like shanking things. Yeah, the yeah, no, 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 yeah. that's a shank. Yeah. But he's not pulling wide left by eight feet. No, he's he's it's, it's the win. <laughs> like, <yeah, like, laughs> now it's Tucker the greatest of all time, one of the greatest favorites of all time. He should make those and account for the win. Yeah. Yes, but it's so hard to do. It is so for everyone who's can if you condemn Justin Tucker yeah. and go, oh, he should be gone. The most accurate kicker title. Get that out of here. Yeah. You know he's still the most accurate yeah. kicker in the National Football League. Yeah. He's still one of the. He's a top five kicker all time. Yeah, and I mean. What I'd say top three actually yeah top three kicker no let's be uh, I'll be safe go top five yeah top five he's a top five kicker all time so if you really think that he's that bad 
Yeah. Shut up. I know. And Tyler Bass is a good kicker as well. And Tyler he, Bass is the highest paid kicker in the NFL. Yeah. And he missed two two field goals. So, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just the wind. The wind's a factor. But the Bills, we can say, are moving on. They're yeah. in the AFC Championship game. The question is now, will they host it or are they going to go on the road? Yeah. And now we talk about the game. Yeah. That they have to wait for, yep. and that is the the six the six seeded Browns versus the one seeded Chiefs. You and me both both picked. Uh, you picked, I the, picked Browns. the Browns. I picked the Chiefs solely yeah. because uh-huh. of of the Mahomes factor, yeah. and I said if Mahomes Mahomes is playing, they win. Yeah. Um. He did get hurt. Yeah, he did get hurt. He got a concussion in yes. the what third quarter. Yes. And so when he got the concussion, it was like, oh shoot, uh, we got a football game. We got a football game here because with him in there, you knew it was going to be over as far as Kansas City at that point in the game. Yes, they were driving at that point. They it couldn't be stopped. Yeah, and so Kansas City had it, and then all of a sudden Chad Henney comes in. He um, field goal on one drive, then had a punt uh, interception, like another field goal at one point. Um, but the Browns defense were able to hold them. Then Browns touchdown, drove down there to the uh, goal line, pretty much scored. I think another touchdown as well. Um, or they they scored one touchdown third. Yeah, they, they scored. Score yeah, they scored two. Yeah, they scored two. And then so they scored. Yeah, they scored touchdown to third, touchdown to fourth. And then you're like, oh shoot, they just need to get the ball back. And so at the end of the game, uh, it was wild because <laughs> the Chiefs were like, it was a sack by Miles Garrett. And then they got the first down after that, and then they got a penalty, and then no, you're right. It was just, no, it was a second Miles Garrett, yeah. and that was and I was pumping the team up. Yeah, it, then, it was. It, it felt like the Browns were good. This it was. Yeah. It was third, third and, and fifteen. Like fifteen, yeah. Third and fifteen. Chad Henney scrambles, yep. gets it to like it, the, he dies. Yeah, most of me. It was a. It was third and fifteen. He got fourteen and a half yeah. yards. <laughs> Yep. Um, so it was like fourth and a half. It was, four, it was fourth and in inches. Yep. And then Andy Reid, just the I mean, the ballsiness I of know. this play. It was amazing. It was insane. Um, he, he gets to the line. Uh, Henny's in shotgun, so you know they're not going to do a Hand sneak. Up. Yeah, of course. If they do handoffs, it's going to be stuffed. Right. right. So, <laughs> so you, you the, the assumption is... Easy call here. They're gonna get the clock all the way down. They're gonna take. They're gonna either take the delay yeah. game or try to get them and try to get the, the Browns to jump. Yeah. Ten seconds left on the play clock. He freaking hikes the ball. Rolls out. Right. Rolls out. Quick pass to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek runs, slides down inbounds. Yep. Gets the first down. What a play call by Andy Reid. It was. Why was this play called genius? It was genius because it was two ways, pretty much. Honestly, you have the defense who's like, "Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't react." Right, and so when you're in that mode, you're just kind of chilling. Right, and you don't. You're a second or two late right. as far as on your reaction time. So they're standing there, and all of a sudden you just hike it. All of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, and you're panicked. And then a great play like call, happened. and it was a great play call because it rolled out on the far side of the boundary to where it's right. a lot more yardage. They had the two. Well, actually, I think it was uh, it was Tyreek and Tyreek, Sammy, Sammy, and then McColl. Yeah. McColl and Sammy went deeper, and then Tyreek just did a little flat route right there. Boom, hit him right on my first down. Yep. And like I said, 10 seconds on the play clock. Yep. No one's expecting you to hike with 10 seconds left. And it's, with a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was amazing. It was a great play call. If if, if they didn't work, if they didn't work, they probably would have lost the game. That's yes. how close I mean, that's how how much of a play call this was. It was. Um let's put the stats real quick. Patrick Mahomes, 21 of 30, 255 yards on touchdown, was yeah. knocked down in the middle of the third quarter. But for you know, of two and a half quarters, you're 21 of 30 for 255 yards mm-hmm. and a touchdown. He was going to eat the rest of that day. Yeah, and at the, that point in the game, it was 19 to 3. 
Right. When he went out. And then then Browns got rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and the Browns got rolling. Uh, Chad Henney, 6 of 8, 66 yards and a pick. You know, we did talk about the, the one pick he overthrew. Yeah, he overthrew Tyreek. He just he was just like, eh, Tyreek, somewhere down there. Throw it up. <laughs> but... Nope, did not work. Nope, it did not. Uh, Darnell, uh, uh, Daryl Williams. I'm sorry, Daryl yeah. Williams. Uh, uh, thirteen catch, uh, thirteen carries, uh, seventy eight yards. Um, this was interesting. You know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not here. Yeah. They went with Williams. Why not Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Le'Veon just needs to be in a Steelers uniform. I mean, <laughs> that's what it needs. That's how I see it. Just with the Jets and with the Chiefs, it's just. He doesn't look the same as far as no. It, I think it's just that it was that special city. ability, that city with the line. They knew how to block for him, and that's the thing because Le'Veon's so patient in the field that linemen have to know how to block for him. They have to be patient, hold the blocks a little longer, that kind right. of stuff to open holes for him. And so it's just it's a different style of running back instead of Darnell Williams, who's just like I'm running full speed ahead in this hole. If somebody's there, oh well, they're good run over. Patrick Mahomes three carries, fourteen yards, and touchdown. At the touchdown run, yeah. uh, he had a he launched the ball in like the upper deck. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Romo says the best pass of the game. <laughs> Lucky fan yep. got the ball. Uh, Tyree Kill broke out. A probably a fight did break out. Eight catches, one hundred and ten yards from Tyree Kill. Eight catches, one hundred nine yards, and a touchdown from Travis Kelsey. Yep. Didn't get as many yards, but got the touchdown. Yep. Um, and an awesome touchdown catch at that. Yeah, it was. Uh, the digging dunks from everybody else. Uh, Sammy Watkins was a non-factor in this entire game. Yeah. Um, forced fumble from Darryl, uh, Daniel Sorensen. Uh, interception from Tyron Matthew. Yep. Uh, that interception, though, was kind of BS. It was. Yeah. That was not on Baker Mayfield. No. It's Baker it's, did a great game. Look, look, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but uh, Tyron Matthew, though, I will give him credit. This whole game, he was everywhere. He made plays. He was ever on the field. He he uh, he, he, uh, he did not lead the team in tackles somehow. Yeah, but even actually then, he did. He left the team in tackles. Yeah, he had like five tackles, two assists. Um, but the thing is, what he was doing was it was amazing because even on the plays they didn't get a tackle, he would affect the play because on one play they threw a screen out there. He, he was went there, rolling out to the left and stopped him from going to the outside to get a big play, and instead forced him back inside. Somebody got him. Yeah, and so those little plays like that are extremely good as far as if you're a safe, young safety watching the game, watch Tyron Matthews. Yes. That's how you play. Legereus Snead was the only only uh, chief to get a sack. Yeah, he's a rookie. Uh, he did good. Yep. Uh, Harrison Bucker missed, did miss a field goal, did miss an extra point. Mm-hmm. He was three for four for field goals and one for two on extra points. Yeah. Big time points. Yeah. Big time points. Be- and especially they would have lost his game. Oh, yeah. Those are points you go back and look they and are. go, you're getting cut. Yeah. I is. think they should still cut him. He Harrison Bucker easily could get cut this year. He could. Yeah. And they could sign a cheaper cheaper yeah, option. They could. Uh, and say it was from cap room because they have no cap. No, they don't. <laughs> I know they don't. No cap. No. So uh, very interesting to, to, to see. Uh, talking about the Browns real quick, though. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, 23 of 37, 200, 204 yards, touchdown and a pick. Yeah. Like I said, Baker had a great game. The, the pick's not on him. Um, that's all receiver. Yeah. But when you look at this game, you look at Baker Mayfield, Browns fans have always wondered, when are we going to get our franchise quarterback? Yeah. Baker's rookie year, he he showed a lot of promise. His second year under Freddie Kitchens fell apart. Yeah. And then this year, he steps up again. Is Baker the future franchise quarterback of this, this organization, looking at his first three years, is he the guy – Give him a five-year contract after after this. Give him a five-year. Yes. Give him a give average him thirty thirty-five million dollars a year, thirty million dollars a year, mm-hmm. and make him the franchise quarterback and put everything behind Baker. Yeah, see the guy. I think so. Yes. After this performance, he he the last two games he came out there 
played extremely well. He didn't, it's not really game managing, it's playing smart, I guess you would say. He was throwing footballs right on the money all the time. He wasn't being risky. No, he wasn't being risky. He was taking what the defense gave you. But he was also being, but, but he also knew, but he's but he's not just taking check downs. He no, is forcing he's the ball. He's being aggressive. He's being aggressive, yeah. but he's not being stupid with the ball. He's yeah. being a good quarterback is what he he's is. being. And so I thought he did a fantastic job this game. The one play that he did miss was wide open, Jarvis Landry on a little uh, rollout play. That was Jarvis's fault. He should have stopped. Instead, uh, Baker thought he was kept going. Well, actually, it was Baker's fault, and that was the only one that Baker's fault was because Jarvis did stop. Uh, Mayfield thought he was going to keep running, but if he kept running, he would have gotten crushed. Uh, so uh, that was miscommunication. That was miscommunication. But other than that, Baker, I think he should be the franchise quarterback of the Browns off, off what he did. Yeah, just get rid of Odell. Get rid of him. It's the only, only change. That's the only change. Me and Brent had a trip. Well, well, listen, we have an off-season trade theorized that would just change the Browns forever. Yes, it would. <laughs> Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yep. May involve Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, Higgins and Landry would be pretty good. Oh, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, and that's thing, Rashad Higgins is a, is a rookie, so yeah. it, it give him some time to develop. He could be a good number three receiver. Okay. Uh, Nick Chubb, 13 carries, 69 yards. Uh, Cream Hunt six carries for thirty two yards on touchdown. Why was Cream Hunt not giving this ball more? I know that's he not, was eating. He was. I don't know why they didn't run the ball that much in this game. No, uh, even though they were down, they should have kept running the ball because they were getting good gains on it. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know why they stopped running the football, but that's, that's coaching. How, that's coaching. And Stefanski is a rookie head coach. He is. And let's give him a little bit of credit because he got the Browns to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, he did good. But I think the moment got a little too big for him in this one, just as far as his first game. He he showed himself being a rookie head coach. Yeah, he did. He he has not looked like a rookie head coach this entire year. Until this game. Today he looked like a rookie yeah. head coach. He's going up against Andy Reid, one of the best play callers in the business. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things. You look at one side, you're like, oh, my goodness, look at this, and then look at that. But the Browns do a simple offense, a very simple offense, and they try to go a little complex, try to be more like Kansas City, and it backfired on them. Never works. No. Remember teams that try to look like Belichick never win. Never win. Nope. Against Belichick. you got to be your own. Yep. <laughs> uh, Higgins was the one receiver, eight catches, five catches, 88 yards. Yep. Should have had a touchdown. Should have had a touchdown. Uh, he went for the – he dove for the pylon. Daniel Sorson came in, hit the ball, knocked it out of the end zone, uh, touchback. Kansas City ball going the other way. They should change that rule. <laughs> For the love of God, change that rule. It's a bad, that's a bad it's, rule. It's a hard rule because you're penalizing someone trying to score a touchdown. Right. That's what you're doing. And so I can see maybe penalizing it to where it goes out of bounds. Okay, you get the ball at 20. Right. That's fine. As a touchback there. Yeah, as a touchback there, you're, it's still the Browns' ball, but they get the ball at the 20. Right. And instead, uh, they give it back to Kansas City. I think it's the stupidest rule. I, I understand why they had it. At one point, because when they were playing the old school football, you know, it's ground and pound. It, it, the score is like 10 to 7. Right. So, I mean, if you did cause a fumble, you know, went out of bounds, hey, that was a great play. You won the game pretty much. Right. But now it, it looks stupid. <laughs> it looks yes. stupid. And so, Especially that call because it's a helmet to helmet hit they did not call. Yes. That's a that's a hit that's a hit that you have to call. Yeah. Especially is. in a big game like this. And I'm not a fan of some of the calls are crappy. Oh, yeah. But if you're going to call them, call keep them, them even. Yeah. Definitely. Keep it. When it keep actually it happens, do it. <laughs> right. And that caused this. That changed the game because you add seven points. This, this league was a score. Yes, and they win. So they I win. Mean, and it was right at halftime too. It was right before halftime. They score a touchdown. They would get the ball back. Momentum changed. clearly on your side. Change. Because then it's nineteen to ten. You're getting the well. Actually, it was seventeen ten. At that point, sixteen. On. Sixteen. Yeah, it was six. No, it was nineteen. They had nineteen points in the second quarter. 
because they went down right after that scored field goal. My so, apologies. Yes, you're right. um, but it was nineteen to three going into half. But if they scored a touchdown, it'd be nineteen to ten going into half. Get the ball back. They could go down, score a touchdown. Nineteen to seventeen. Totally different game. Yeah. And then if Mahomes still got hurt, it would be over. Yeah. Browns would easily win this game. Yeah. And so it was uh, just. We're, uh, but like, but like you said, uh, Rashad Higgins, Njoku had a great game, yes, 5 for 59. Uh, he showed up big. Uh, Austin Hooper, uh, 2 for 16, was a limited factor. He was. So using Njoku was really nice. Um, Jarvis, 7 catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown, was ineffective this game. Yeah, he was. I mean, he got he got catches, no yards. Yeah, he got shut down. Um Play uh, fumbles. You had the one. You had the one from Rashad Higgins that was lost. That was the only fumble. Yeah. Interception. Carl Joseph had the interception. Yeah. Um, Miles Garrett had the only sack of the game. That was late. Huge sack though. It's a late sack. <laughs> yeah. It was the only one. Um, Cody Parkey one for one on field goals. Yeah. Two for two on extra points. He was perfect. Cody Parkey only missed one playoff field goal. Wonder which one that was. <laughs> <laughs> Double doink. Yep. Um. Look at this Browns team, though they head to the off season, like just like the Rams, just like the the the, the Ravens. Yeah, it's clear to me what they need. Yes, it is. And it's not on the offensive line. Their offensive line offensive is line solid. Is solid. Yeah, they had some health problems, but when they get guys healthy, yeah. it, this even is the a, backups that came in, they did fine. They were solid. Yeah. They, they, this line is fine. You have two great running backs. You need that X receiver, though. Yes, you need that big receiver. That's like I'm going to you uh, yes. in trouble. <laughs> yes, Nick uh, Ninjoku and, and Hooper, they're fine tight ends, right? Yes. As as one and two, it is literally you need another receiver. Yep, that's the receiver, only receiver, and then defense. That's it. Defense for the love of God, because yeah. they couldn't do nothing. No. They couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't stop the run. Nope. They couldn't do crap. And I didn't like the game plan, honestly. No, the I defense coordinator needs to be fired. Yeah, because at the beginning of the game, they just played zone the entire game against Mahomes. Against Mahomes. Good luck with that. Like yes. I mean. He will pick you apart. You got to bump those receivers. You got to be physical, extremely physical, and you got to blitz the tar out of them. Yes. To try to get to Mahomes before he can throw it to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you. The only guys on that on that roster and mix it up and be exotic as all get out. <laughs> the only guys on that roster that I can actually give credit to all defense sides. Miles Garrett, of course. Denzel Ward's fine. He's yep. been banged up all year. Yeah. Everybody also is just there's some inconsistencies. Yeah. And Carl Joseph is good Carl Joseph's fine. Uh, Terrence Mitchell's fine. They just need yeah. but linebacking core, linebacking core, pass yeah. rush. They need a guy to compliment uh, Miles Garrett. Yes, they do. And they don't get that. They're going to they get the really, interior line as well. Yeah, they need a line. Yeah, take Miles Garrett out. You need to redo the whole line. Yes, definitely. Adrian Claiborne is a nice number, a nice, a nice, a nice piece, but he's not a star. No, he's you not. need a starter unless he goes up against uh, Cowboys. Anyways, a star going to host the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the Chiefs won. The Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship game. Yeah. This, is the, the this is the uh, first time an AFC team has hosted three straight championship games. Yes. The only other team to host three straight championship games was the 2002 to 2004 Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. What is the one thing yep. in common both teams have? Andy Reid. <laughs> Yep. Is Andy Reid the greatest head coach of all time? <laughs> he might become. No, I don't know. Um, He's definitely up there. But at this point now, we know the Chiefs are playing the Bills. Yes. The Chiefs are playing the Bills. The one seed is playing the two yep. seed. we got the AFC set. Yeah, the <laughs> AFC set. The Chiefs are playing the Bills. It's the one of the two. The matchup at this point in the season, towards the end of the season, everybody kind of figured what we would see. Yep, it is. And that was the Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Breeze, Brady. Yeah, uh, because the Breeze and Brady, the, yeah. the 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 most talked about game entering the week, the most hyped up game, and it delivered. It did, hundred percent. It Let, delivered. Let's talk about Tom Brady's stats real quick. Yeah, eighteen for thirty three, one ninety nine and two touchdowns. He did have a tough game. 
He did. Um, it, most of it wasn't really his fault to an extent. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, the throws to him, it was just like they were all just, just a hair, just a hair off. I don't know whether it was Gronk just a hair, a step like half a step slow today or something. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed, maybe. But um, or just Brady just getting a little too strong, a little bit for this. 43-year-old or 44-hour old, 50, 60, 70, 80. I don't know. Uh, His 80-year-old quarterback yeah. still throwing dimes. Yeah, I know. But, um, he still saw that arm strength is a little too yeah, much. He did. He Brady just game-managed this game, I think. Um, and at the end of the game, you saw where his just – Him being Tom Brady. Yeah. Hitting Tyler. Tyler Johnson caught 12 passes the entire year. Hits Tyler Johnson from Minnesota, rookie, on this beautiful throw, and it was a fantastic catch. Like, that catch, he caught it and whipped around and kept kept the ball. Like, how hard that is to do, I've tried you to do that. You have no idea how hard that you is. Have no idea. That, that, it, it, you catch it, and when you flip, the ball is like 30 yards to the left. <laughs> like The momentum of that catch is amazing. And then the dime that he dropped to Scotty Miller – that thing was beautiful, um, Scotty Miller. Yep. But the crazy thing is, you got uh, you got AB, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, yeah, you Gronk. got Gronk, you got Cameron Brait, and who is he throwing to? Scotty, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson. It's like what? <laughs> Leonard Fournette for a touchdown. Like of all people, he throws to Leonard Fournette, the buttery hands man. <laughs> he catches it. It's like blah blah blah. He catches it, goes for a touchdown. But um. The, Brady's just one of those crazy people to where it's well he's 43 and so play so let's just I start know, there but it's like one of those just crazy people to where it's you have these great players around you and you use them but at the same time he uses the no name guys he uses the small guys he uses the guys like Wes Welker the Julian Edelman's the Scotty Millers the Tyler Johnson these the no names the no names you the don't six think round picks. yep Dion Branch same thing Hey, you take, hey, you take that back. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Well, I know that, but I mean, he he was a kind of a no name for him. No, I know. And so he's a no name. He's just a no name. If you yeah. take that game away, what has he ever done? I know it's the same. Nothing. Thing. Yeah. He's. I know. Aaron knows him because he's. If you know him, it's because he you know him as a Super Bowl MVP. Yep. There's no other reason you know. I mean, those are your Patriot fan than you. In a true Patriot fan, yeah. you would know him. But for the most part, yeah. he's a nobody. Yeah, it is, and. It's just one of those crazy things with Brady that's awesome to see. Um, but Leonard Fournette had 17 rushes, 63 yards. Ronald Jones, 13 rushes, 62 yards. Brady, five rushes, two yards, and a touchdown. The that best touchdown pat, That touchdown celebration was hilarious. That was. Went right up to the ref. He's like, high five. The ref didn't do nothing. He's just like, okay. <laughs> he lost one. That was the funniest thing. Tom Brady was behind the curtain really showed us. <laughs> he did. showed us the real Brady, the nerdy Brady. <laughs> just, just hilarious. Just so, goofball. Th- so touchdown celebrations are usually rehearsed. Yes. The fact that he possibly rehearsed, thought, if I score a rushing touchdown today, I'm going to get this, this is my. This is mine. <laughs> this is going to be my celebration. I'm going to high five a ref. That was so funny. Um, the, That's, literally, <laughs> and so you got great. all these other guys like, oh, let's do this. Let's do I this. Know. Let's do this. Tom Brady, I'm going to high five a ref. <laughs> I, like, I can see it now. Hey, I can't hey Grant, guess what I'm going to do? What you going to do, Tom? What you going to do, Tom? Like, ah! <laughs> just like with his laugh. It's so funny. Uh, but Do we get a beer after this? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, both of them ran the ball extremely well. Great power. Um, yeah. Both of them are running really well right now. Ronald Jones was kind of banged up coming into the game. Kind of re-injured, show him, it. re-injured himself to an extent at the end, but it wasn't really horrible. Uh, but he at the end, when that, he busted that big run to really kind of 
seal the deal kind of sort of and really get him rolling. Um, he, when he hit that run, it was like, okay, <laughs> he's back. So it, the final score was 30 to 20 Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay is moving on. We do know this. Tampa, Tampa looking forward to looking at their next game. Do you start Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones? I start Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's been running really well. Just keep him going. And with the injuries to Ronald Jones, we don't know his health. Yes. And I don't want to injure Ronald Jones when we need him. Because I like what they did where they ran Leonard Fournette, a one style of back as far both of them are power backs. But Ronald Jones is a different beast as far as he's a lot bigger, a lot stockier, but he's also quick. And so Leonard Fournette's just pound and pound and pound, and you hit Ronald Jones in there, boom, it's a big game. And so I like the combo of that. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, Leonard Fournette's second best friend back on the team, Tom Brady being the first. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady's scoring touchdowns, okay? Like, <laughs> uh, Cameron Brate was the number one receiver, though. Four catch, 50 yards. Fournette, like you said, had the touchdown catch. Yep. Five catches, 44 yards. Uh, Mike Evans, one catch, three yards, a touchdown. Had a beautiful fade. Yes, it was perfect. You just got inside leverage right on Lattimore. Boom, easy. It was just- I called that. As soon as Drew Brees threw that first, that first interception, yeah. Uh, when he when it got returned to the three yard line, I said Tom Brady's going to throw a fade to Mike Evans on the first play for a touchdown. Yep. First freaking play, boom, Mike Evans, fade to Mike Evans for a touchdown. I looked, I looked at my dad, and said I am great. <laughs> yep. But uh, you know, this team showed a lot. Uh, the, the you know Gronk one catch fourteen yards, Antonio Brown one catch ten yards, yep. Scotty Miller one catch twenty nine yards, Tyler Johnson one catch fifteen. Those are the big plays. Yes. Godwin four catches thirty four yards. I mean Tom Brady just really didn't. T- no receiver really did anything it, super extravagant, no. but they did enough to 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 win and to warrant this victory. And the Saints defense is probably the best defense in the NFC that they're going to have to verse as far as the back end. Yes, with Lattimore, Janoris Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins. You got the Jen- Jenkins brothers. Yeah, the Jenkins brothers. Uh, and then you got Cam Jordan coming off the middle. Uh, Sheldon Rankins there. Uh, Tuttle very good defensive. Hend- uh, Hendrickson. Yep, Hendrickson. Uh, they got really good linebacker Demarco Davis. So I mean, Demario Davis. Uh, but this team is Montezio. Yeah, Montezio. <laughs> yeah, is a magic girlfriend as well. The the twelfth man. The twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> the twelfth um, person. Yeah, the twelfth person. But um, um <laughs> this is definitely the best Saints um, defense. Definitely the best in the NFC. And the Tampa Bay were able to score thirty points on it and able to Tampa Bay well. Rays. <laughs> Did you see the Rays? No, I said Tampa Bay was able to score. Oh, they said the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm no. like, oh my god. <laughs> no, wrong sport. <laughs> but uh, Brady did have a fumble, did not lose it. Uh, and then um, that uh, Antoine had a fumble recovery. Yep, for off of Antoine Winfield Jr. forced fumble. Yep. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunning had a pick. Em, uh, Mike Edwards had a pick. Devin White had a pick. Uh, Murphy Bunning almost returned for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, almost three yard. I mean, the three yard line. I mean, that's where we. That's kind of where it was like. Uh, yeah. Almost. Uh, on the on the sacks though, uh, nobody got home on one. Nope. That's that's huge because you got guys like Shaq Barrett, you got guys like Devin White, Levante David, JPP, JPP, Nadamik and Sue, and you know that uh, yeah, Breeze need Bol, uh, Todd Bol, or not Todd, uh, Todd. yeah, Todd, yeah Todd, Bowles. Todd Bowles loves to blitz. To blitz, yeah. he loves to call it blitzes, and the fact that nobody got home on one uh-huh. says something. But like you and me, and then uh, let's get the kicking real quick. Uh, yeah. Ryan suck up uh, three three hundred points, three three on field goals. Yep. Had, had a great game. Um, but like you and me said on Friday, the biggest thing for Tampa Bay to beat this team is force Breeze to turn o- turn the ball over, force him to do check downs. That yep. was the biggest thing. If he wants to throw the ball deep, turn it, make, make it a turnover. Yes. But make him check the ball down. 
And that's what happened. Yep. Uh, he had it, when it, when they blitz, Breeze had no time. He had all pressure, and it got to him. Yep, it did. Uh, Breeze was nineteen and thirty four, one hundred and thirty four yards, one touchdown, three picks. Um, it was when the when the great game from Breeze. Um, and considering this is most yeah, unlikely the last game he'll ever play, um, it, it it sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, you kind of want him to go out there again and play again, but at the same time, you see, you you can tell looking at Brady, looking at Breeze, there's a big drop off as far as Breeze right now, as far as how he's playing. Yeah. Um, just, Plus, with two seasons back to back injuries. Yes, and Breeze mentally, he's there as far as where to throw. Where he'll to always be there, though. He'll always be there. But it's just the physical side. He's not able to throw the ball downfield. And on that trick play that they did with Jameis Winston, who was one for one, 56 yards and touchdown. Um, with the trick play with Jameis, you could have run that with Breeze. You could have done the same exact thing. Yeah. But why didn't they do it? He couldn't throw it that far. Right. And they were scared that he could, couldn't do it. And that's one of those things that you see. It's just it's really sad to see a legend like that. Just but it happens all of them. But it happens all of them. So, I mean, it's just really sad to see. But um, Drew Breeze, if it's... A, if this is his final game, uh, he had a, obviously great career. We, we and, <laughs> and, and and when guys talk about and, and now when you look towards the off season, yep. uh, players like Breeze, players like Fitzgerald, will not announce a retirement until no. later. Yeah, but as legends announce a retirement, we will talk about their careers. Oh, yeah. We will talk about their legacies. We will talk about stuff like that. Um, we we will open up Hall of Fame conversations to all of them. Some of them are open and closed, but yeah. But some of them do need debated. Um, as them guys come, as them uh, uh, retirements come up, we will talk about all of them. Yes, we will go through all of them. We will we'll discuss them all, and we will go in detail on some yeah. of, on, on some of them. Some of them we, we won't, but most yeah. of them we will. We'll go in detail yeah. to talk about their careers. Um, Drew is this is his last game. Yeah. Uh, what a career. Yeah. What a legacy. What a player. And I guess thanks for the memories. Yeah. I mean. If it's the, if it's the last one, thanks for the memory, Drew. Yeah. Uh, it was an honor to watch you. Yeah, it was. It really was. It truly was an honor to watch one of the greatest passers. Yeah. Ever play. It was. Ever pure pl- passers ever play. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara, eighteen carries, thir- eighty-five yards, no touchdowns. Shut the run di- run game down fairly uh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah, they couldn't get anybody else they running. Didn't have the one two punch with Tapes Murray. No, he was hurt. and also Taysom Hill was hurt as yes. well. So X factor. Yep. Uh, Traquan Smith wasn't a receiver. Three catches, eighty five yards, and two touchdowns. Phenomenal. One of them was yes. a but one of them was a fifty six yard trick play. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that away. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders six catches, eighty four yards. Jarrett Cook five catches, twenty eight yards. Alvin Kamara three catches, twenty yards. They shut down the check down from Kamara. Yes. Um, and Devin then, White, again, he was in coverage against Kamara, shut yep. him down. Devin White is playing phenomenal. <laughs> the biggest story, the biggest story, though, four targets, no catches, no yards, no touchdowns, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was a no-show this game. What? I mean, no-show. <laughs> what? No-show. What? He did nothing. Uh, he, he did Who? Out. Where? <laughs> Where? He's like, where's Waldo? I mean, this dude was nothing. He, the he, only time I heard his name is when Breeze got picked. <laughs> yeah, yo. It was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> it like, oh. It's going to him. He got picked. <laughs> yep. Uh, he, he played horrible in this game. Uh, I don't know whether it was injuries. I don't know what happened. Um, but well, He didn't want to play. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to play. Either one. Um, but this, that's Breeze's number one target, and to show up like he did, and possibly Breeze's last game, that's that's bad. <laughs> uh, Jared Cook, one fumble, one loss. 
That hurts. It did. Um, no interceptions on the day. We talked about Brady's stats already. Um, they did have a lot of pass deflections, though. Yeah. So, I mean, they were contested balls all the way across. Uh, Brady threw a little, sometimes threw a little risky. Yeah. Threw some risky business. He did. Uh, Demario Davis did have a sack on Tom Brady. Yeah. He was the only one who could get his get get around Tom, uh, which was shocking. Yeah. And Lutz was two for two on field goals, two for two on extra points. Yep. Uh, but for the Saints, this is their last game of the season. Um, next year, obviously, the quarterback position is definitely going to be the talking uh, point. Yeah, the center of attention. Um, but the defense is solid. I mean, as long as they get, can, as long as they can bring everybody back for the yes. most part, you think you're solid all the way across. Yeah. I mean, I think you meet need you maybe may, one more receiver. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, uh, talk about the. Uh, I mean, I don't know, the, let's go defense first. Okay. Defense. Um. Linebackers. Maybe. Uh. A say a true safety. A true safety. With Malcolm Jenkins back there, but maybe a solid it. number two corner. Yeah, I mean, but there's really not nothing you need. No. Um, offensively, uh, the line, the offensive lines, fine, st- stacked. Yeah, I mean, stacked all the way across. Yeah. the The run game is fine. You yep. could probably get upgrade up with uh, you could probably, Latavius. Get you could else. probably upgrade from Latavius yeah. Murray. You could. Um, but you need that power back to come. Maybe Mark Ingram comes back. Yeah. Hey, Mark Ingram comes back to the Saints. Yep, that'd be cool. But you need but you need a power back. Yeah. You need that Gus out. You need a guy like Gus Edwards. Yep, you do. Or or Mark Ingram. Or Ronald Jones. Or Ronald Jones. Like that. That's a guy you need like that. Yes. And they need receivers. Tight end, they're fine. Jerry Cook's a good tight end. Yeah, you is. need you need another receiver though to compliment Michael Thomas if he stays around. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge if. Yeah, it is. Um, but they need receivers. They I think the receiver core basically needs rebuilt. If he if Michael Thomas does not leave, yes, uh, they still need to rebuild it. Um, yeah, because it, it's it's depleted right now. As far as <laughs> they're okay players, but they're not uh, world beaters. As far as they're gonna, they're not gonna take the uh, game over. No, outside of Michael Thomas. No, the, the, you, you need you need the big receiver. Yeah. When Camaro's your number two receiver, mm-hmm. actually he was a number one receiver this entire year. But yeah, truthfully, when Camaro's your number two receiver, that's not good. No, it's not. Uh, so rebuild the receiving core. Definitely rebuild. Uh, rebuild the receiving core. Get another uh running back to mm. compliment Camara. Um, yep. Good God! Wow, that was loud. It's extremely loud. <laughs> that was loud. Um, so uh, w- w- with that being said, that's the, yep. that's what the Saints need to look. And then of course the quarterback, w- whatever they go there, is yeah. just going to be kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. But yeah. build it to where whatever quarterback goes in, it's easy for them. Yes. It is. Um, and then for the Buccaneers, they're moving on to Lambeau Field yes. versus Green Bay next week. Yep. Uh, so let's. So we do have the AFC. We do have the AFC and NFC Championship game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will host the Buffalo Bills, and the Packers will host the pa- the Buccaneers. Um, this is insane. Is. So the one the one of the two seed for AFC and the one seed and the five. Yeah. But they could have been the two. Yeah, they could. But so. Uh, looking at the, looking at this game, we are not gonna make our predictions just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to. That'll be a Friday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a Friday. Yeah. Um, that'll be our Friday episode. We will talk about who, who we have going on to the Super Bowl, and that is actually where we are now. We are looking at yeah. the four teams. Get two down. of them yeah. will move on to the Super Bowl. Yes. Super Bowl Fifty Five. Who will be competing for the Lombardi Trophy? Yes. This is probably the best Sunday of football as far as just. 
This is the second best Sunday of the football. Yeah, football there's two football games. There's two from three o'clock till ten o'clock. You got two massively great football games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have. You yeah. have two football games that matter. I mean, the, excluding the Super Bowl itself, yeah. these this yeah. is the biggest Sunday of football. It is. And huge storylines, obviously, in this one. Yeah. On both sides. I mean, we, and on Friday we'll talk about the storylines. Yep. We, we, we will talk about them in depth of the matchups that could happen of, of yeah. what the storylines will be going into it. Yeah. Um, but, my God, this is going to be awesome. It is. be an awesome NFL game. couldn't have asked for four better teams to play. <laughs> No, you uh, couldn't. No, uh, you really couldn't. No, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a Steeler. They're just so fantastic. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, only other, the only better one would be Browns against the Bills. That that's just perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That, 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 Don't get me started on that. I know. Could you imagine three years ago if you would have said the Browns and the Bills are the AFC Championship game? I would have looked at you and slapped you across the face. I would be like, "What the crap are you talking about? Are you on drugs?" I know. <laughs> but nope. Uh, those are the, that's those are set. the The Buccaneers and Packers will be the three o'clock game. The Bills and the Chiefs will be the the six six thirty game. Um, geez, this is gonna be awesome. I'm just gonna this going holy crap. But I'm not making my, we're not making our picks. Nope. We gotta see the health, especially for one particular player, yes. before we can make any picks. Definitely. Uh, but holy crap, this be awesome. It will be. So uh, before we move on to the anything else we do, such as the NFL, still real quick, yeah. um, and that requires a coaching. Yeah, uh, so coaching hires. Um, Brandon Staley, the defense coordinator for the Rams, is yes. going next door to the Chargers. Yes. Um, over to LA to LA. He's moving so far. Uh, yeah, he is. Um, this is a good move, I think, for the Chargers. Um, I think Brian Dable would have been the better choice as far as just for. Um, he's he's the Bills' offensive coordinator right now. I think he would be perfect for Justin Herbert to develop. Um, Herbert into a great quarterback like he did to Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but um, Brandon Stanley, I think, will do a good job defensively. They're going to be solid with the oh, Bosa yeah. and with Melvin Ingram. And then with Brandon Stanley is going to get those guys playing extremely well defensively, which will help Herbert, obviously. Um, that was the biggest knock all year, yes, really. It, it was. was. And so as long as they get a good offensive coordinator in that can continue building Herbert into what he has become, because uh, from Oregon to now, he's a totally different quarterback. Yeah. And so um, he, if they can continue to build on him, continue to mature him, just like they do with Josh Allen, Chargers in two years can be in a bill spot. like a bill spot. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I think it was a good move, solid move. Um, got the defense pretty much locked up good. Yeah. Now you just got to get the offense and see what happens there. Yeah. And that was not the only coaching hire. Yes. The other coaching hire was the Lions. They got Dan Campbell, the former um, Dallas Cowboy tight end, um, and also the former Miami Dolphins interim head coach when Joe Philbin got uh, released um, back in the day. Uh, it was like a few years ago. But um, the this this move, I don't understand. <laughs> um, I don't know what Dan Campbell provides that Matt Patricia doesn't. <laughs> like um, Outside of energy, energy and um passion that's the only thing that dan campbell has over matt patricia as far as uh, schematically matt patricia is a better coach um dan campbell i i don't know why <laughs> like it, it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense with the dolphins yeah the players loved him and stuff but the, the qualifications aren't there yeah the qualifications aren't there i don't I don't understand. With the people out there that you could have gotten and you get Dan Campbell, it's kind of odd. You could have gotten Eric Behemini, yeah. which would have been fantastic for Matt yeah. Stafford and his career, or if you wanted to move on for somebody else. 
and get a rookie in. A, you, a, a, a great a great guy to help yes, that rookie develop. great guy. And then also Brian Dable, Bill, same exact thing. Um, you could have um, a guy like Brandon Staley if he was didn't go to the Chargers already. But you had a lot of different options that you could have done, and you went with Dan Campbell, who is the lesser of those options in my opinion. Yeah. But hopefully he proves me wrong, but... Face of value the, of all the coaching hires so far, that's the worst one that I've seen. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, that's the Lions for you. So. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, there's only one that can beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore to the Eagles, Kellen Moore to the Eagles. Give oh. me hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please just give me hope. Say that they've interviewed him for a second time or something. Oh, like, let me just make my day. I Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah, that's if if Kellenborg's gone, I want Brian Schottenheimer. Yep, he'd be good. He could transform our offense. <laughs> this is something we've agreed upon. We've agreed on Brian Schottenheimer. Yes, we have. <laughs> we have. So uh, that wraps up the NFL completely. Yep, it does. Um, now moving on to the NBA, uh, we're gonna hit the standings real quick, and yep. then after that, we'll do uh, talk about James Harden's debut as a Brooklyn Net. Yes. Um, so first off, the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, the Celtics are still leading the division. Eight wins, four losses. Um, even without Tatum's COVID and all kind of other COVID things going on, we're still at the top of the division somehow, some way. We did get blown out by the Knicks last night. Uh, bad day, bad day. Move on. Move bad on. day at the office. Yeah, bad day at the office. No Tatum. Um, but the Celtics uh, got blown out, but still number one in the division. Um, number two overall. Yeah, number two overall. Uh, 76ers are 9-5 and five right behind us. 8-6 and six are the Nets. Six and eight are the Knicks, and then still four and eight at the bottom is the Raptors. Um, and then for the Central Division, the Milwaukee Bucks are leading the division now at nine wins, four losses. Um, regular season Giannis is happening, but postseason, well, different story. Um, Pacers are number two at uh, eight and five uh, in the division, uh, in the Central Division. And then Cavaliers, six and seven. Bulls, five and eight. And then Pistons, three and nine. Um, and then for the Southeast Division, the Magic are still leading the division at six and seven. This is still kind of a kind of a shocker. Uh, the Hornets are six and eight, right behind them. Gordon Hayward's been playing really well. The Mellow Ball's been doing uh, exceeding expectations. Um, uh, by so, far, <laughs> yeah, uh, by far, yeah. Uh, and then three is the Hawks. They've kind of fallen down with the Bogdan Bogdanovic injury. Uh, they're five and seven right now. But, yes, but still right there. The Heat are four and seven. Uh, this is this the shocker. This yeah. is the biggest shock. This is the biggest shock of the year right now. Um, they're four and seven. It's like, dude, what? Uh, I have at the two seed. You have the number one seed, right? Yeah, yeah. That this has shocked us completely. I did not expect this from the yeah. same team. And is then, there any injuries going on across this so. team? No. I mean, I have not heard any major injuries or nothing like that. So I guess they just they just fell apart. Yeah. Um, and then also the Wizards are three and eight. That doesn't shock nobody. <laughs> it doesn't shock nobody. Uh, the Russell Westbrook experiment has failed, uh, possibly. <sighs> Um, but now for the Western Division, the Northwest Division, Jazz are leading the division at nine and four. Trailblazers eight and five. Thunder six and six. Nuggets six and seven. Kind of a shocker there. Nuggets haven't been uh, up to par recently. And then Timberwolves three and eight. Not a shock. <laughs> Not that much of a shock. No. And then we'll get to the Southwest Division. The Spurs are seven and six, leading that division. That's kind of is a shock right there. Yeah. Um, especially with the Mavericks at six and six uh, there. And then the Grizzlies six and six. Pelicans five and seven. Rockets four and seven. Uh, but for the Mavericks, they're going to be doing just fine. I think they'll win this division still because Porzingis came back last, I think last night or the night before that. But so he's, he came back. He started now get yep. working into he the offense. He came back. He scored like 18 points, I think. So he he played well. They're going to run with this division here soon. Yeah, they will. Um, and then for the Pacific Division, at number five, you have the Kings at five and nine. 
At number four, you got the Warriors, six and six. Number three is the Suns, seven and four. Uh, number two, the Clippers at ten and four, and number one, the Lakers at eleven and three. Um, and they are the best team in the league right now, record wise. Um, yeah, so, number one seed in the Western Conference. They're yep. eleven and three. They're the first. I mean, they they are the first ten win team of the season. Um, and they do have a love. They do lead the. T- they do lead the uh, NBA in wins and win percentage. Yes. Uh, I mean, the only team that's over over seventy percent with them is the is the Clippers. Yeah. And they've done a great job as far as their moves. We talked about this, obviously, the moves that they did, passing on DeRozan, passing yeah. on these different players, and signing the players that they did. It was a phenomenal job by them, and they really built this team into something that's scary yeah. uh, for a lot of teams. And so uh, definitely see how the rest of the year goes for them. You know, that first year LeBron signed with them, and his, his final streak ended. Mm-hmm. A lot of people criticized him and that move of why would you go to a crap team yada 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 can't do nothing without help yada 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 if you remember his comments he even said when he signed this, this his contract he said the first year we won't be good yep. we need to see what we have we'll evaluate and then we will load up yep they, they did, did exactly that they did lebron is a gm if actually yeah. after the nba if he actually oh, was yeah. a general manager he would be a really good gm he would see because he, he because that's basically what he's been doing his entire career yeah but Looking at this Lakers team, he is he is completely re he's refaced it he's yeah. rebuilt it since that 2010. Kuzma is cha- literally the only one I think that's still there from that year. What from that 16 year? Yeah, I think you think you're right. I think yeah. I mean maybe somebody else. Yeah, maybe but, somebody deep on the bench. Yeah, but that Caruso. Yeah, Caruso's the only guy he kept. <laughs> yeah, he's like I, I like you. <laughs> a bald white guy that can dunk. He's like that's a keeper there. <laughs> he's my highlight reel. I need yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, he's not a he's actually no, he's not a good bad. player. I mean, but it, he he loves him, so Caruso. <laughs> I know. He's but just a mythical legend. Like it's just <laughs> the legend of Caruso. <laughs> it is. But look at this Lakers team. This team is dominant. Um, right now, if you had to take a bet, fifteen. I mean, we're not even fifteen games in the season. Yeah. I mean, we're close. But, but 15 not. games, almost 15 games in the season. If you had to take your guess on who's going to be the champion, easily the Lakers. Lakers. Yep. I mean, you could. I mean, you can't look at any other team and say, "Oh, this is a championship team." The Lakers are the championship team yeah. that looks like it. They are. The question will begin soon. Could the, can this team go for a three peat? Yep. That's a that's a real debate that's about to, about to open up. Yeah. And the only thing that's standing in their way is the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Brooklyn Nets have won their first game with Harden, um, 122 to 115 over the Magic. Yes. Um, Harden came in there and changed the entire offense. Yes. And they played phenomenal in this game. Um, James Harden was 32 points, 12 rebounds, 14 assists. Um, and then Kevin Durant, who benefited the most from this move right now, is 42 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, he's able to just stand over there. Harden does his stuff, kicks it to him, boom, hits a shot, assists for Harden, score for Durant. World happy. <laughs> so, um, Multiple people happy. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nets, um, they played really good in this game. They were down early, came back, was able to win this game um, and uh, do a great job against a really good Magic team. Um, they, The only thing with Brooklyn Nets, I think they do need to trade Kyrie Irving. Um, I think that's a gimme. <laughs> that's a game. I mean, if he comes back in this offense, what in the world is going to happen now? Because yeah. with this offense, how it's constructed right now is perfect. Yes. James Harden doing stuff, doing what he does, and yeah. then kicking it to Durant. Durant does he what does, and then scores. Yeah. Durant's a good spot-up shooter as far as just catch it, 
I'm six. Ten, I'm six eleven. You're what? Uh, six eight. Eh, I just shoot over you. And <laughs> it's one of those. It's a very good offense. If they can run. Dan Tony is the uh, assistant coach for the Nets. So he helps Harden. He helps Harden. He's running that same system offensively. I think it works perfectly. Harden's happy there. Uh-huh. Um, and happy Harden means good defense. <laughs> uh, so. 14, uh, 12 rebounds from Harden. Yes, 12, 12 rebounds. rebounds, 14 assists. Yes. He had how many points, you said? Uh, he had uh, 32. So, I mean, that's triple a double. solid triple-double. That's yeah. a solid triple-double. It is. And so you have Harden playing great and happy and everything. Why would you interject just poison into this team with Kyrie Irving? Um He's everywhere he's gone is poison. I mean, be honest. It really is. It really is. He went to the Celtics, poison. The Cavaliers towards the end, poison. And then now with the Nets, he was poison until Harden came there. And now they have a chance. But Kyrie's now still where? Where's Kyrie? Um, Hasn't shown to work yet. Yeah, they always say he's questionable. But I mean, like, what, like what the crap? Yeah, questionable. Yeah, Do you want to play today? <laughs> I know. Like, you want to play today? Uh, but. Why just get rid of him? I mean, just get rid of him. Get some role players for him. That's what I would think. Role players and a good pick. That, that's what I would go, get for him. I think that's a reasonable trade, especially for a guy who's got this much baggage. Yes. Um, to get some reasonable players for him to be able to restock the Dinwiddie departure, the Levert departure, and um, uh, the draft pick departure, the draft pick departure, and also Jared Allen's departure. That's three people that and a draft pick that is gone and from your team that really are key players from that Brooklyn Nets run the past few years. And so you definitely need to rebuild that, get some more players in there. And I think they should do that and will do that, but it's just a matter of when they will do it and if Kevin Durant wants to get rid of Kyrie, which if he's smart. He does. I think he does. But a lot of people in the media are like, oh, no. But I don't know. I you ask Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> Shaq yeah, and Chuck. Yeah, they're the only two that keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> be a little too real sometimes. Mm-hmm. They 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 both take shots at Kyrie and Harden both, and 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 I do agree with their their takes for the most part yeah. on on Harden and Kyrie. They, I think Harden, it's more Harden will play hard. I'll give him credit. He, yes, he plays you, very you need hard. to motivate him somehow. Yeah, but you need to motivate him. And I think with the Nets, he's motivated because he's got KD. They both have a common goal. They want to get to the championship. They want to prove doubters wrong. Because um, Kevin Durant, he's never really. Everybody says he's never led a team to the championship, and so they want. He wants to get that. James Harden never been to a championship. Wants to get. Well, there. he's been, but never won. Well, been and with the Thunder. Yeah. Um, but he never done it. Kind of sort of on its own with one other player, but that's about it. I mean, with the Thunder, he had like him, Durant, Russell Westbrook, Serge, Kendrick Perkins. I mean, that was a nasty team. Yeah. Was Adams on the team too? Yeah, I think so. Young Adams, rookie Adams. Yeah, but. This team, right now, is perfect. Don't mess it up. Don't screw it up. Kyrie, trade, trade <laughs> Kyrie, trade Kyrie. Get him away. Don't even, don't even entertain the thought of putting the three on the court together because that's something. Something's gonna happen. So take Kyrie. Fight, fight with trade. Get role players. Get like three role players, maybe four, and a draft pick. Call it a day. <laughs> they call it a day. But can you get that with him? I think you could. A dumb enough team exists. I mean. Uh, a team will be like the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks. I mean, yeah, the, just they want tickets. I mean, like you can trade him to the Bulls. Bulls probably want tickets. Do we trade him to to the, to the Wizards and get and get Westbrook? <laughs> you could. I mean, you could. It's, it's How cool. would that offense even work? No, I I wouldn't even want to do that. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those. Bradley Beal maybe all right, but that wouldn't happen. Uh, but no, he wants to leave. Yeah, I mean, he said he's Wizards are like just keeping him back. So. 
Yeah, Kyrie and Westbrook. Let's have that yeah, show. That'd be, be fun. fun. Yeah. Now Bradley Beal though, if he did, if somehow they were able to work that trade off and get Bradley Beal with Harden and Durant, <laughs> that's nasty. Because Bradley Beal just catch shoot threes. If he doesn't have the responsibility of being a hero, that is it's insane what he can do. And so, um, just look at the twenty sixteen playoff run that they had with the Wizards. Yep. Now uh, he was killer. So I mean, it, it's gonna be very interesting to see, especially if they go to Kyrie, who they get in return. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yep. That ends the NBA. Yep, it does. Quickly move on to the NHL. Um, last night in the shootout, the Penguins beat the Capitals. First win of season. 4-3. to three. We are 1-2 going on. Uh, but the uh, we won 4-3 to three against Capitals. Um, I was excited. Um, Casey D. Smith was the goalie, and he actually performed very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 20 saves of 23 attempts, three goals allowed. But he did have in the shootout. He's shut down everybody. Yeah. Um. They had four different in people. overtime. He shut down four different people. It was T.J. Oshie. Um, Obi. Obi was at the end. Uh. Who else was there? Uh. Let's see. Backstrom. I think had a play, and I think um, Panic. Um, maybe him or Wilson. I think it was Wilson. One or the other. Should be Tom Wilson. Yeah, Tom Wilson. Um. So those four, he shut down. Um, and the shootout, and that's tough to do, especially in a shootout. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's you, it's you, and yeah, it's you and them one on one. It's a breakaway. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, he did a great job in this game. Um, Crosby did good in this game as well. Um, Gensel had a great game, had the shootout goal, and he also had an assist in the game. Uh, Rodriguez had a goal. Um, Gavour had a goal, and then uh, Peterson had a goal. Uh, so a lot of more no-name kind of guys for the Penguins, kind of the smaller guys stepping up in this game, uh, making goals. Crosby did get shut down. Malkin got shut down. Um, I think they put in Latang, I think, or somebody, and got shut down as well. And then Gensel came in there and clutched up and made the goal and won the game. Um, so congratulations on the victory, Penguins. Uh, I was very happy. Um, uh, made, started the day off well yesterday. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I'm glad the Penguins did get the victory in this game. But moving on, also, and yesterday was the Blackhawks versus the Panthers, and the Panthers won five to two. Yep. Now let's talk about my Golden Knights real quick. Yeah. My victors. <laughs> um, right now Vegas is two and zero. They do. They've won two games against the Anaheim Ducks. Now they do go to a four game four game series against the Coyotes, mm-hmm. which is gonna be that's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, they have four straight games against the Arizona Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming they're doing this. Uh, I, I assume this is for every team that they're doing, going by, just doing a, 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 yeah. against one team. A lot of games against one team, so they're not traveling as much. Yeah, which is smart. Yes, it is. Um, but the Coyotes are are facing the Vegas Golden Knights next. Vegas is two and zero. They got the Coyotes aren't a bad team. They're by far a good team. They play them t- tonight ten. So it'll be yeah. very interesting. Yeah, tonight be, for the MLK Day, they have a lot of great NHL games. A lot of great games. Um, they got the Blue Jackets and the Red Wings going on right now. Um, and then Bruins at the Islanders, Jets at Maple Leafs, Sabres at Flyers, Hurricanes at Predators, which would be an underrated game. That would yeah. be a really good game. Sharks at the Blues, Canucks at the Flames, Canadians at the Oilers. That would be a really good Canadian game. Yep. Canada game. Wild versus the Ducks, and then Coyotes, Golden Knights tonight at 10. Yep. Definitely be watching the... Yeah. I'm probably watching Monday Night Raw, but I really want to watch the game. I know. <laughs> 
It's like... What's more entertaining? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what will keep my attention more? I think hockey will keep your attention more than Raw right now. Yes. Um, but that that's that's just quickly with the NHL. This is something we're kind of be trying, definitely trying to watch, just trying yeah. to see... Kind of like what we're doing with the NBA. Yeah. I mean, we can't, there's so many games we really can't break down in, 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 a, in a time frame. We can't go through 20 games in, in a no. week. That no, just, I don't really want to. <laughs> it's a lot. It's very hard for us yeah. to do. And there's not much of a... Uh, uh, excitement level as far as basketball in January or <laughs> like you know what I mean hockey in March yeah it's kind of eh, it happens playoff <laughs> time's different playoff, yeah, playoff time's... time we get we go deep but uh, but 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 regular season's just nah, it's like tough. baseball yeah, it is there's no Dude, way we're doing baseball no the regular way. season we're no not way. doing 162 games <laughs> bank on it now <laughs> not each Bank on now, we are not doing that. It'll be like every month we'll talk about baseball. Like, it'll be like, this is the standings update. Like, that's it. Uh, yes. I mean, we'll talk about big performances and stuff yeah, like that, but, but this be limited. Yeah, limited. <laughs> it's got to be good. Trout, got to be good. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, it's it, that. That's. Yeah. Th- we're giving you a heads up. It's not yeah. gonna be. We're not d- deep diving into anything like this. NFLs are bread and butter, so we gonna eat. Yes. We're, we're gonna eat when it's. Oh yeah, and everything NFL this off season, you will hear about it in, in great detail. detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would assume we were there. <laughs> yeah, we will put you there. Like I mean, it's, yes. Yeah. Especially we. draft time. Draft time and free agency. Oh. Rabbit hole central. That's where my brain works. I know yours does as well. Just off-season stuff and yes. what needs for different teams. and Looking at holes and yes. Yeah. It's, th- th- that's where we eat. Yep, that is. It's just, it's, I, think I think this will be more the NFL off-season than for the sport. <laughs> it will. Yeah. Uh, but so free, free agency. Listen, free agency times is going to be a madhouse. Oh, yeah, it will. Breaking news gets you signed. Breaking news gets you signed. Breaking news gets you signed. Here's be here. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Sound like a bell. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Uh, but uh, that just ends up the hockey talk real quick. Yeah, it does. We just want to get. Yeah. Want to make a staple yeah, of that. Um, oh, we. Uh, uh, this was not on the docket, but I think this is something to yeah. be to be said. The uh, NHL or the uh, MLB ha- said they will have a 162 game schedule. They will have a full schedule. Yeah, which so, is really cool. Yep. Yeah. Moving on. I'm, I'm sure they'll probably do something like uh, hockey where it's a bunch of – do like a series. Yeah. Different. Well, they've always done series, always but they'll done probably do it, bigger probably series. Do more, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that has been said. Yeah. I would like to just yeah. remind – I would like to just put that out Smart. there. <laughs> um, really quick, let's end up with the AEW Dynamite Awards. Um, this was announced by AEW, and we kind of want to just look through it. Yeah. Just see what's – See what they're all about. This is the first ever AEW Awards. Um, there are so how they're doing this. They are doing 2020 and 2019, yes. which is kind of cool. So it gives you a little more to look into. Um, we, we'll look at every category. Look at every uh, nominee. Yeah, and give our opinion and see who's yeah, see the bestest. Who, yeah. Um, first is the best moment on the mic. Um, and here are our nominees. MGF, We Deserve Better Speech. That was against uh, John yeah. Moxley. Um, Cody Rhodes accepts his dog collar match. That was when Cody kind of returned off yeah. of an injury. First Brady Lee. First Brady Lee. Uh, John Moxley accepts the Inner, inner Circle invita- Invitation. Yeah, that's the one I picked. Yeah, that's when he basically broke the bottle over yep. Jacob's head. That's the iconic Took moment. the car. Yep. Uh, Brandy Rhodes confronts Jade Cargill. And Orange Cassie debates Jericho. Yeah. That was funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's definitely second place in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I had to put Moxley in the inner circle. That was yeah, funny. Anything was. with Jericho usually is funny. Oh yeah. Um, the 
if I had to rank these, let's rank these real quick. One, one, one to one to five. Um, I'd go Moxie one, Moxie one, Cassidy two. Cassidy two. I'm going MGF three. Yeah, MGF three, and then probably the Jade Cardell one. I thought that was pretty funny. Really, I go, I, I go, yeah, I go Cody four. Okay, yeah. I mean, just because it's Brody. I mean, yeah. Is the Brody Lee biased? Yeah, it could be. I guess. I don't know. I'm going, I'm, I'm going Cody because okay. of bias. Yeah. I'm saying it's bias. Yeah, go with it. Going with it. Yeah. <laughs> if I announce my bias. Yeah. That Cardell one was funny, though. Yeah, it was. With Shaq and everything. Not a big fan of hers, though. Kurt. Cardell? Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know how she wrestles. I've never seen her wrestle. That's, 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 that's why. I'm just trying to, I want to see you. She's in jacked, though. Yeah, but I, want, yeah, but, I mean, looks to be deceiving. Yeah, can be. We thought Fondango could wrestle. <laughs> Fondango. <laughs> Whoa, Fondango. <laughs> it's Fondango. Like, he's the man. We thought Tyler Breeze was going to be something. Yeah, Tyler Breeze fell out. It's like a dying star. Quick. Yeah, very quick. Remember the Ascension? Yeah. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. <laughs> we knew that was never going to work. <laughs> You see him coming out there with a bunch of people just like randomly dancing. And you yeah. Know it. Listen, Adam Rose, Adam Rose already failed. We knew, yeah, we so, knew that coming. So you knew this was going to fail. Aiden English, same thing. Simon Gotch, they evolved villains. Yeah. But no, the Ascension, Connor and Victor, that was actually ever thought that was that actually going to do something. Especially their NXT tower run was so, so, so dynamic. Yep. And then they, hits the main roster. Yep. Hits the main roster and they failed. Yep. That's what happens. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Old Vince. Old Vince. Um, biggest surprise. Jake the Snake Roberts confronts Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy debut. Brody Lee arrives as the exalted one. Sting's debut. Miro is the best man. So basically his debut. Yeah. Um, I'm going Brody number one on this one. By far. That was a shocking one. Yeah. Uh, especially because you thought Matt Hardy was going to be in the Dark yeah, Order. Yeah, everyone thought he was yep. going to be the Dark Order and it decided to be Brody Lee and that was a, a shock to yeah. everybody. So I'm going him one, Sting with number two. That one actually floored me. Yeah, I, I wasn't was, expecting that. I was shocked to all get out when I saw Sting come across that uh, Jumbotron thing. Yes. Um, three would probably be Matt Hardy. Yeah, I think everybody kind of knew he was going to go there. Yeah. Um, and then four would be Miro because everybody kind of knew he was going there as well. Yep. Um, and, and then, then Jake, Jake Snake confronted Cody. Yeah. Uh, breakout star of the year for male. There's only four right here. Uh, John Silver and Ed, uh, Eddie Kingston. Let's just stop right there because because the, the top two are very debatable. Yeah. Where would you put Eddie Kingston, John Silver? I put Silver four, Kingston three. Okay. Um, I probably do the same thing. Um, Kingston did have a title shot. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big shot. Uh, but John Silver though is probably the quickest riser. Yeah. I've seen as far as in the company right now. Right. As far as just TV time on the Being the Elite show, mm-hmm. just went from that to just yeah. shooting off and getting TV time on AEW Dynamite. Kingston's but, always a big storyline. Kingston's always a big storyline. So I'm going Kingston. Now one and two is Orange Cassie and Darby Allen. This is very debatable. Yes, it is. Um, who who would you put at number one and hit number two? For me personally, I did Orange Cassie one, Darby Allen two, just because Orange Cassie was in the biggest feuds from uh, Jericho. Jericho from pretty much from January till September, he was in huge feuds uh, with Jericho and with he had the Pac um, fight. He also there was this was the first year he really wrestled on main TV. A lot of people never seen him wrestle. Did a great job. Had a great um, promo from <laughs> his promos. Yes, yeah, so with Jericho. A great debate uh, then with Jericho and then it was just I thought it was a really great series. Darby Allen did a great job. He got the title. I understand that part of it. And if you want to give it to him, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. But Darby Allen from that time from that from January to September or whatever. He didn't do too much. 
as far as he did he was in matches but i don't remember them um right and so it's more of the memory factor as far as remembering during the pandemic during the times when it was everybody well, basically it was just him and taz and yeah, brian cage just him. going at it yeah and so it was just pretty much the same thing over and over and over again but with orange cast it was something different something new exciting um, exciting funny funny especially during the pandemic time when it was no fans and he came in there and pretty much stole the show, kind of like what Otis did with WWE, but they never rewarded him. But Orange Cassidy had a great time, great job, re- great job with AEW, and really boosted AEW. I, I thought during that time. Yeah, he did. A, he did a good time match against Cody with the TNT yes, title. He so he, I think he got two actually. Yeah, I think he did. Too. So I mean, he was definitely involved. Yeah, he um, was. And with Trent and Chuck and all those, it was it was funny. Yeah, the best friends. I'm going Darby. Okay. Title, t- purely title. Okay. When 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 you look at the breakout stars, you know, we said Kingston did get a title shot. Yeah. Darby got title shot and Darby cashed in on it too. Mm-hmm. So him beating Cody, it was a shock. It, it was, was it was you know it was that hey look this guy is the guy mm-hmm. we're pushing we're gonna push this guy. Yeah. Um and now Sting, yeah. kind of being his guardian. Uh, that means Sting has some, has is looking at him for some kind of yeah. reason. So I'm giving it to Darby. Yeah, I would give Orange Cassidy. It was from January to September, and from September to December, it's like Darby out. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, they kind of handed it off. Yeah. Um, I'm like you though. If Cassidy gets it. Cassidy had such a great year. I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, to me, it's Darby and Cassidy. It's a yeah, coin toss. Those two. Yeah. So I mean, it's only whoever the fans vote. I mean, I think Cassidy would get a little more love because it's Orange yeah, Cassidy, it's but. Cassidy. No problem either way. Yeah. I mean, it's only, I mean, but I think Kingston and Silver, we can truthfully say it's three and four. Yes. The other two guys are flip forward. Yeah, it is. Breakout star female. Uh, we had Penelope Ford, Big Swole, Ty Connie, Anna yeah. Jay, and Hakara Shida. Yeah. Um, Mine personally is Big Swole's last. Five. I, I agree. Um, then probably Penelope Ford's four. She started strong, didn't end well. Yeah. Tay Conti would probably be three. Yep. Um, Hakara Shida's two because you always knew she was in the title picture. Well, she's been the champion the entire year. Yeah, she's been champion forever. And then number one would be Anna Jay. I think she's really improved a lot. Got yeah. a title shot with the NWA, I think. Yep, joined the Dark um, joined Order. Joined the Dark Order. Uh, came, became close to Brody Lee. Got a lot of, just just did a great job. Her and Tay Conti both really are the two biggest risers, I thought, this year. Yeah. Um, I'm just giving uh, Karshid number two because she had major performances throughout the year. So I'm giving it to her because she was a champion. But number one is definitely Anna Jay. Number two, I could see Tay Conti maybe at number two. Uh, but both of them, they've done an outstanding job this year. Yeah, uh, I don't think Hikaru should be even on this list personally because yeah. she was the champion for the for the majority of the year. Um, most most unlikely though, she will end up w- winning this because she's the champion. Yeah. But uh, Anna Jay, I think should win it. I do agree with you. She really shocked us yep. this year. Um, she shocked a lot of people by. Yeah. By show, how she started, you know, you first year when the pandemic first started, and she was a magician. Yeah. And then completely changing Changed. that yeah. and becoming Anna J of the Dark Order, number 99. Yep. I mean, she did a great job with that that whole role. Yeah. Um, and then Tay Conti now coming in there off of WWE. Yes. Uh, and then comes in there and does a great job, shows WWE up. Yeah. Did a great performance last week against Serena Deeb. Yeah. Um, so it was. I think both of them are really good. Yep. Uh, uh, Sheeta probably will win it, though. We're, yeah. I'm fine with Sheeta winning it. Yeah, I am too. But I don't think she'd be, she'd be on the yeah. list. No. But, but Penelope Ford is kind of one of those. She, start, she, had, she had one good showing, and that yeah. was really – and then they just – And Big Swole, she had like – She one, really never did no, anything. She was just – Her and uh, Britt Baker feud, that was the only thing. Yeah, but that wasn't even – they wasn't even getting the ring, did they? No. They did once, I think, in one pay-per-view. But the fact that I can't remember is I know, that's, the point. I know. That's the... But, like I said, Hakara, she probably will win it because she's a champion. Yeah. But 
Uh, biggest beatdown, uh, Inner Circle jumps Orange Cassidy. The Dark Order attacks Nightmare Family. Nyla Rose puts uh, Riho and Cheetah through tables. Brian Cage sneak attacks John Moxley. The Nightmare Family in the Inner Circle brawl. I'm going to go Inner Circle and Orange Cassidy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Dark Order and Nightmare Family. I remember okay. that one. Um, that was when uh, Cody Rhodes was on the next break. Hit him with the old TNT title. Yeah. Shattered it to pieces with Brody Lee. I thought that was really cool. Um, moment uh, Orange Cassidy and MJF and all those with the inner circle that would definitely be number two um, and then what's the other ones uh, Nightmare Family in the inner circle brawl okay that'd probably be three that was a good one Brian Cage sneak attacks Moxley and then Nala Rose puts Rio and Sheeta through tables yeah the I'll, women's I'll, one be the last one I don't even remember it I don't either I, I don't I, I'm, I don't remember the Brian Cage one or that one the Brian Cage one was when Moxley was a champion. Remember, remember, uh, remember they had they, they were to go to, to the. That's when they started their little feud. Oh yeah. Remember then it, that's when Taz showed the FTW oh, title. Yeah. Yeah. That's about when that happened. Yeah, I would go the other one with the uh, Inner Circle and Nightmare Family feud. That was funny with the um, that was and that's the one where they um crashed through uh, Jericho and then were up in the top there and they walked up there and busted through the glass. I think that was it. That was the beginning of AEW. Oh, that's exactly what that is. That was a good one. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was good. It one. was. That'd probably be number two, actually. I'd move Orange Cassidy to three. That's two. And then number one. Yeah, I could. I, 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 I remember that Dark Horde Nightmare Family. That was a really big moment there. Yeah. That was a big shift. Yeah. So I'm going with that one, number one. Them th- yeah, I'm, I'm kind of torn now because I forgot about that. <laughs> I agree with you. I put Nyla Rose at five. Brian Cage and, and Moxley at, at four. Yeah. Because uh, Inner Circle and Cassidy. The Nightmare Family was fun. I mean, that was a really good segment because that was funny because that, that took was. us some shots at WB too. It that did. was really early too. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Dark Horde and the Nightmare Family was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between them all. Yeah. They were all really good moments. They were. Biggest beat down though. I'd probably go Brody Lee and them because they, they beat down Cody. <laughs> yeah, they have my stretcher. Yeah, <laughs> and Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Anna Jay took down Brandy. Yeah, I'm going the Dark Order. I went with that one. Plus, he destroyed the title. Yeah. Let's go Dark Order. Yeah. I changed my pick. <laughs> my apologies. Okay. I'd probably go Dark Order number one, Nightmare Family, Aaron Circle two, and then and then Aaron Circle and Orange yeah. Cassidy three. I agree with you. You make it. You make a good case. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I forgot about that moment. I couldn't yeah. remember what they're talking about. That's why I was like, ah. <laughs> now you said that. I was like, ah, crap. That's the only one I can think of as far as what their moments thinking. Of. Yeah, but I'm. Try, I also forgot that MJF was part of the Nightmare Family. Yeah. Really early. Really early. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> and then he split off of them. <laughs> to the talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, high flyer award. Best high flyer in AEW. Um, four great candidates, but yeah. this is I'm like, this is easy. Um, let's go to number four. I'm, number four, I'm putting Mark Quinn. Yeah, I can see that. Number three, I'm putting Pac. Because mm-hmm. he's been a bruiser, yeah. not really a high flyer. Yeah. Number two, I'm putting Nick Jackson. Yep. Number one, Ray Phoenix. I agree completely. Yeah. No debate. No debate. Ray Phoenix is number one. 100%. Yeah. No, not Nick. Nick's right. Can, Nick's yeah. right oh, yeah. there. Nick's right there. But Ray Phoenix has Ray just Phoenix done some crazy stuff. Up there. Like, dude's got insane balance. Like, if you can jump from like the mid rope to the top rope and then flip on the other side of the rope and then back to this mid rope, back to the mid rope and then jump, like, it's just all right. No, you win. <laughs> you win. No arguments. I would just lay down after that and be like, all right, pin me. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> um, hardest moment to clean up after. 
Um, but we have the parking lot brawl. Okay. That was the uh, yeah, uh, Santana Ortiz yeah, and Trent. then oh, best friends. Uh, the bunkhouse match, the violent bloody that match. Was, that was a crazy match. Uh, Big Swole dumps a garbage dumps garbage on Britt Baker, mm-hmm. and then Orange Cassie drops orange juice on the inner circle. So Britt Baker won't be last. Yes. Then probably the first one you said. The parking lot brawl. Parking lot brawl. That'd be third. Then I think the, the bunkhouse match. Bunkhouse match be second, and then first be Orange Cassie. No debate. Juice. Yeah. It's orange juice. I know. It's Plus, orange the juice. jacket was a big part of that yes, feud. It was, and they and they and they brought it up so much afterwards. Yeah, Jericho had to wear a white suit that day. Like, perfect. That's <laughs> perfect though. Perfect. Uh, that was so funny every time. And the orange Cassie towels, what he used to clean up. It's like, oh crap. <laughs> and the funniest thing was that that, or- that jacket. Every time they would see it, it'd get oranger. <laughs> it'd be like a different shade of orange. You'd be like, oh, this Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> that was so funny. I, that feud was perfect for AEW. It that, was. It was amazing feud. Mm. What's next on the uh, AEW Awards? Yeah. AEW Awards, uh, the biggest WTF moment: um, Cody Rhodes steel cage moonsault. That's great. Sammy Guevara get hit by a golf cart. <laughs> that, was that was funny. funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love how he just jumped straight into it. <laughs> he did. He was like, he was like, it let me just shot little, though. Oh, that was a shot. I mean, he spun around. I mean, yeah. it was really good. Bloody Britt Baker uh, versus Akara Shida. Mm-hmm. Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium rally. That was actually kind of cool. It was cool. <laughs> And then uh, Kenny Omega wins the AEW World Championship and walks out of AEW. Okay, I'll go Britt Baker last. Yes. Then I'd probably go. I'm the I'm Backstreet Brawl. Oh no! Wait, what's up? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Young Bucks in the stadium. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's four. Be, that'd be four. Sammy Guevara get hit by the golf cart three. Yeah, I agree with that. Two is the moonsault from Cody. Yeah, and then and one, one is Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because the 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 the, the biggest WTF moment for you to say watch TNA. Yeah, blew me blew, away. I, know. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> Especially when you have WWE and they don't even speak of another company. Yeah. Then you got AEW, just like if you want to find out what's going to happen, go to TNA. Yeah. And then they got NWA matches already. Blows my mind. I know it blew my mind too. So biggest WTF moment? Definitely that. That's definitely that. Yeah. And then the cage though, that was crazy. With that Cody was Rose. crazy. Just, just how quick he did it. Like I mean, it, normally you get up there, you wait for a few seconds, look around, get the hype down get, there, kind of like groggy, you know, gets up. And nope, you know, just in position. Up, that, it was just up, boom. And I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, LOL moment of the year. Uh, Jericho and MGF lay dinner debonair. Number one. So I didn't have to hear anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Britt ba- ba- Baker waxes Tony Schiavone. I don't even remember that. I remember that a little bit. Uh, Young Bucks kick MGF into a pool. Yeah, that, that was funny. funny. That was funny. And then M- the inner circle Vegas trip. That was yeah. hilarious. Number one is obviously dinner debonair. Number two, Las Vegas trip. Yep. And then three, MJF, four, five, I don't care. <laughs> there was no five. MJF okay. in the pools, number yeah. three. And then yeah, Brent Baker, number yeah. four. Yeah. A- MJF was just hilarious. He was. Anything it's, with MJF is just gold. It's gold. Comedy yeah. gold. Uh, best Twitter follow. Even the thing with, uh, she, what was her name? Doggone it. The, uh, when he was doing the presidential campaign, that random girl was just like not smiling. <laughs> He'd just be like, somebody? He'd just get up. What was her name? I forgot. Oh, man. Crap. Hang on. I'll look it up. Look it up. Because that was so funny when he would do that. And then he got doing it with a uh, um, few other people there. That was so funny. Just <sighs> MJF this entire year has just been comedy central. Yes. But yet good storylines. That's the funny thing. Like, it's just, it's hilarious. MJF is definitely the next Jericho Rock kind of person because when he when he talks on the mic, it's just so natural. It's hilarious. It's no stumbling and bumbling. It's just perfect. Can't find it. I'm trying. I for- it's I'm probably trying difficult to find. 
<sighs> just do like random MJF person who yelled <laughs> like it comes up a huge list on Wikipedia probably. <laughs> so last of Hawaii's most hated man in the world. <laughs> yeah. If you go after Brody Lee's son after he died, you, yeah, no. you, know, you know you're a heel. Like, you're, you're 100% heel. Like, <laughs> MJF's a man. <laughs> campaign. Yeah, <laughs> campaign. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, best Twitter follow. Let's just okay. go to the next award. Best Twitter follow. Um, Nyla Rose. Dr. Nice. Britt Baker. Third. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Second. MJF. First. That's fine. Cool crap. MJF, MJF's hilarious on Twitter. Like, he is. He is. Like, if you post <sighs> F that kid of <laughs> Burnley Jr., like, I mean, that, that's ruthless there. Like, that takes your heel work to the next level. Like You go on social media on your heel work, that's good. That's good stuff there. That's her. I see her there. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen her. I remember her face, but yeah, where you go? Oh, there it is. Because he had the neck brace on at that time. Yeah, that's her. Yep. Oh, man, what, what was, was her name? name? Was that Sheila or something? Or? No, Reba's the one that yeah, was with Britt Baker. Reba was with Britt Baker. Yeah, we cannot. I, I I can't find it. We'll figure it out later. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll probably say it next week. Yeah, tune in on Friday. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you this. Uh, the last award is the Bleacher Report Pay Per View Moment of the Year. Um, but this is the best moment from the pay per views. Uh, and this is a this is hard. Yeah, this one is. Stadium Stampede. Moxley wins the AEW Championship. Sheeta wins the AEW Women's Championship. Omega and Paige defeat the Bucks. Darby Allen wins the TMT title. Young Bucks win the AEW Tag Team Titles. There. Let's talk about all these moments individually. Stadium Stampede. Huge. This was the thing that kind of catapulted yes. AEW. Yes. I mean, it, it had all the stars. Big moment. I mean, first it, match kind of yeah. It, it was it was like a forty five. It was like forty five minutes, and it was one of the video matches, like like uh, yeah, cinematic matches, cinematic yeah. matches, just like the, the uh, Boneyard match. match. There you go. Firefly Funhouse, Swamp Fight. Yeah, and Moxley win the AEW Championship. That was a huge storyline because you had was. Jericho dropping the title. You had uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, not Sammy. You had uh, Santana Ortiz, yeah. uh, both interfering. Yep. You had Moxley take off the eye patch. Yeah, that crowd was electric. It was. Um, Sheeta winning the championship was very very big. It was, uh, big moment, big moment from her. She was a big time underdog. Too. Yeah, she was. Uh, Omega and Page versus the Bucks. Everybody thought they yep. were losing the title that night. Yep, they did. There was no freaking way yep. they were walking out. And they did, and they did. Yeah, that was a shock. That was. Then they, the Bucks finally winning the title against FTR, which was a crazy match. Classic awesome. match. F, uh, classic. Uh, tag team match did a bunch of cool moves from tag teams yep. of old <laughs> yep. Darby Allen win the TNT towel from Cody that was a shock that was a shock nobody thought he was winning that no. match Mm-mm. so out of these six moments six right one two three yeah. four six we gotta rank these yeah so God bless America <laughs> I know number six personally would probably be the uh, Sheeta um, uh, match for all the other matches I was going, oh my god! This one, I had that moment, but it yeah. wasn't as strong as the other ones. Yeah, right. Um, then crap. Number five probably be the um. The, the, how do you rank them? That's the hard part. I know. It, I, I agree with you. She does six. I'm gonna go Darby Allen five. Yeah. I don't know I'll how I'm putting it that low, but I have to. I probably go that five too. After that, I'm going Stadium Stampede at four. Okay. Because I'm looking at the other three, Moxley, Omega, Page, and the Young Bucks. Stadium Stampede was funny. 
It was very comical, cin- cinematic, but it didn't have that, oh my god, what did I just watch yeah. moment. I'd probably go Mega Page at four. Okay. Um, just because I remember that fight, but not as much. Um, Stadium Stampede, I remember that a lot because I remember uh, Kenny Omega hit the one-winged angel off of like the top of like the, almost on top of the arena. Kind of started really cool. Okay. Uh, three, I'm going Omega to Page. Okay. I'm going to go, let's see. What's the remaining one? Stadium Stampede, Stampede Moxley wins the title, and Bucks win the title. It's hmm. tough. I know. I'll probably go that tag team match, I guess. The the Bucks? Yeah. Bucks and FTR? Uh, maybe. Nah, I'll probably go Stadium Stampede. I'll go Stadium Stampede. Okay. Yeah. So, you and me got the Stadium Stampede and the uh, Omega Page. Yeah. Flip-flop. Flip-flops. Yeah. Uh, number two. I'm going Bucks win the titles. Okay. Win the tag team titles. Yeah. And then um, Mo- and then number one for me is going to be Moxley win the AEW. I'll probably, probably do the same thing, I guess. If they had a crowd with the Young Bucks match, yeah. I think it would be that's electric why that's, and over, but over you top had of But you had a crowd with that Moxley. But yeah, the crowd with Moxley, when I remember that, that was just... Electric. Like pandemonium. That place went insane. And so I'll go with that one. I think that one would be number one. Uh, pure crowd. That's yeah, the only reason. pure crowd, yeah. If they had a crowd for the other one, I think that one would have won. Because yeah. hitting all those old moves and stuff, everybody would have caught on real quick. Yeah. Especially AEW crowd. AEW crowd, some hardcore wrestling crowd there. Indie freaks. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they really are. That's it. That wraps up the show. We've, we've covered everything. Yeah. Uh, let's do the outro and call it a day. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Um, if you liked the video, please like the video. If you comment, we'd love to see your comments. Um, please subscribe. That'd be really awesome. If you do subscribe, hit the notification bell. Be notified of any time we post something on there you'll be the first one to know of other people as well <laughs> oh, and then also um uh please hit the share button if you know somebody who would like our content that'd be awesome um give them the video that'd be really cool also um we have links down below for our social media page instagram facebook and twitter also we are on podcast platforms bunch of links down below apple google spotify any other ones down below they're all down below it's a bunch of them um and then Let's see. I think that's it. Oh, timestamps. We forgot about timestamps earlier. They'll be on the screen, though. Yeah, they will be on the screen, though. So If, if you're watching them, YouTube. That's embarrassing. Um, but, uh, if you're on YouTube, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're on the screen. If they're not, if you're not, if you're on podcast, they are in the links below. They're oh, you should have figured it by that time. But yeah, you should figure it out by now. Yeah. Um, 42 episodes in, you should, you, should be able to, you should be able to catch up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. So thank you for letting us prove we're the highest standard in sports talk. We, we are Golden Sports. sports.